The Keys to Life podcast begin with the idea that women need access to sound wisdom, biblical truth, and practical keys to be empowered in their daily life. This is an offspring of Life Builder Seminars. The Keys to Life podcast is designed to help you transform your life by hearing and knowing the truth so you can walk in greater freedom than you ever thought possible. Life Builder Seminars was started by Dr. Kathy Guerrero nearly 25 years ago with a passion for creating a safe place for women to be equipped and empowered for life. As a counselor, pastor, business owner, and grandmother, Dr. Kathy's passion is to build and empower women. We are so excited you are here and can't wait to see what God has in store for you. Good afternoon, everybody, or morning if you're listening in the morning, evening if you're listening in the evening. Uh, We're just so glad that you're back with us again. This is uh, Dr. Kathy with uh, Life Builder Podcast, and we're here to give you some keys for life to help to uh, open doors that maybe weren't opened in the past and close those that uh, perhaps were not doing so well. And it's a good thing to close them and lock them up so you don't have to go back to them. So today I'm so excited. We have a, a great friend here today, uh, Jenna Perry, and she is going to be sharing with us about serving God in unique places. And you might say, what's that all about? Well, you just stay tuned because you're going <laughs> to find out. So I... Um, Before I uh, introduce Jenna and I uh, let her talk a little bit about uh, her journey and uh, where she is right now in life, but I'd like to just say that uh, at one of our Life Builder seminars, Jenna came and she uh, took one of the sessions to teach and uh, she was so hysterical. Now, I want you to know, hysterical. She had the women laying over in their seats laughing. So you're in for a a wonderful podcast today. And I want you to know that, uh, you know, God loves laughter. Laughter serves a purpose and it really helps to stimulate our organs. It helps to eliminate stress. It'll soothe tension. So if you're all tied up in knots, you better stay tuned because we're going to have a great treat today. So welcome, Jenna. We're so happy that you're here. Can you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to be on your Uh uh, podcast today. Um, A little bit about myself. Well, I uh, grew up in Orange County, uh, um, Dana Point area, spent most of my life there. And um, I have a, um, a fantastic husband and two kids. My son is 23 and my daughter's 21. And I am a um, school counselor. I've been a school counselor now for 30 years. Um, and uh, I am also a stand-up comedian. So. Hey, there you go. <laughs> now, isn't that wild? A school counselor and a comedian. They probably work hand-in-hand, hand, don't they? Really get a lot of material. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I go to therapy in between. <laughs> How great. So tell us a little bit about, about your academic background. I think that people are so interested. How in the world does a, an educated person become a stand-up comedian? Well, my academic background is um, I have a master's degree in education, in mm-hmm. guidance and counseling. I uh-huh. went to school to be specifically to be a school counselor. That's uh-huh. um, I just saw a need for that when I was growing up um, and could have used a good school counselor. That There weren't that many back in the, well, I shouldn't date myself, but back in the, <laughs> back in the <laughs> Those 70s good old days, and 80s. Huh? Yeah. 
<laughs> so I had always wanted to um, to do that. So I went to school for that. Um, that's what my degree is in. I mm-hmm. um, I got involved with stand-up comedy about seven years ago when I turned 50. So it's kind of a later in life type of a, a thing that I've done. All right. So yeah. 50 years old and change saddles on the horse. Yeah, there you good. go. Yeah. <laughs> How great, how great. Yeah. So uh, how, how in the world did you find your way into stand-up co- uh, comedy? You know, and I want I wanted to just say something real quick before you answer that. You know, for our audience, I don't know about you, but for me, I love comedy. Mm-hmm. But it's very hard nowadays to find a clean comedian that's right. actually clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and this this gal is just incredible. She finds the funniest situations out of everyday life. So so with all that, how how did you find your way into stand up? Well, I I always had this sense of humor that was sort of on the side. I wasn't I'm I'm I would consider myself an introvert, actually. Um, so I'm not the real outgoing um, center of attention type mm-hmm. of person. Mm-hmm. But I always saw things that I thought were funny just in everyday life. And I would make comments to my husband and or we'd be in church and I'd say something like, you know, just off the cuff. <laughs> and now he was laughing and we're in church. And, and he said, you've got to do something with that. Um, and my dad, who passed away when I was 10, he was very funny. Like, if you talk to anybody that knew him, that's the first thing they're going to tell you is he was just hilarious. Mm-hmm. And so I think I have his sense of humor. And I've just always um, enjoyed kind of making comments in just within conversations. Uh-huh. And so um, I just always had that. And then I saw that there was a stand-up comedy class being offered in my town and at, at the local playhouse. How fun. And I thought... You know, I, I, I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't know a whole lot about stand-up comedy. I had seen stand-up comics before, but I wasn't a big groupie of that. I didn't go to a lot of stand-up comedy mm-hmm. or things like that. But I just thought, oh, well, maybe I can, you know, have an opportunity to kind of get some of this that's in my head out on the paper Great. or out into a performance situation. Great. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know... I'm just going to take just a moment just to encourage those that are listening. You know, you may have something in your heart that you'd love to do, but you've never really taken a step to step into something different. So let Jenna really encourage you to just go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, maybe it's not comedy. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. it's grief counseling. I don't know. Whatever it is, you know, but, but, you know, take a dance class, take a sewing class, take mm-hmm, a painting mm-hmm. class. Remember who, who was it that started painting at 90 and was so famous that I can't remember her name. <laughs> mother something oh. and not mother Teresa. No, she wasn't. <laughs> but, but, uh, the, you know, it's never too late to try something new. No. So we're going to encourage you to do that. So tell us about your class then when you went to your class. Right. So so I went to this class. It was a six-week class. And at the end of the class, they had a little performance. And I just thought that I was just going to kind of learn about that. It was mm-hmm. just a hobby, something to learn about. And I really didn't think of it going any further than taking a class like you would take any other kind of class like you mentioned. Um, but I really enjoyed writing. I had all these thoughts in my head. And, and I kind of learned in the class how to write it so that it would be funny and, and be able to pre- be performed. Uh-huh. Um, and so uh, at the end of the class, we did this little evening where we had our friends and family came and we performed for uh-huh. about five or 10 minutes each. And there was a gentleman in the audience, Jim Taylor, who was a, um, a, been a comedian for many years. 
And he pulled me aside afterwards and said, I have a, a monthly show at the Irvine Improv. Would you like to come on my show wow. as a kind of a newcomer? Uh-huh. And and that was the beginning of it. And I just, I, I honestly did not expect it to go any further than the class. But God had something else planned. He had him in the audience. And he approached me and it kind of just... Kept How going from great. there. How mm-hmm. great. So so let me ask you, mm-hmm. because I think it's a question everybody has. Do you get nervous? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just that simple. Yes. yes. So why don't you share with us some of the keys of how you overcome that nervousness? Well, I think it's important. I think nervousness is okay. I think it's okay to be nervous. Um, I, I, you know, as time has gone on and I've performed more, mm-hmm. I don't get as nervous as... Um, as far away from the event as I used to. So now what happens is right before I'm going to go on, I sort of get this, like all the butterflies come yeah, to my stomach. Crash, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> at the last minute, but that kind of gives me the energy that, that kind of gives me um, the energy to go on and to perform. Uh-huh. So I, I see it as a good positive thing. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So, so you'd, you'd encourage our, our audience mm-hmm. to, even though they're nervous, just keep moving forward. I think so. I think it's important with anxiety or nervousness to to keep going, to step into it, okay. and and to you know, to, to have yourself kind of move past that. And, great, and, great, yeah, great. So so tell me, how do your how do your kids uh, take to you being a stand up comedian? You know, my kids are very supportive, and you know, if you see my comedy act, I joke a lot about my kids, mm-hmm. and so um, they. But they've been good sports about it, uh-huh. and and they're very supportive. They have come to a couple of my shows, um, and uh, they think it's kind of cool. They have a mom that does stand up comedy. I think that's <laughs> great. Yeah. So they don't they don't mind you getting your material from them. Huh? No, they they don't mind. That's, I don't know why they don't mind, but they don't mind. So it's okay. <laughs> that's great. So in that flow, how how does your your school that you work for how how do they feel about you being a comedian? There any uh, uh, rebuttal to that or anything? No, you know, I when I first started doing it, I just I didn't I wasn't real out. I didn't talk a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, at one point, my supervisor at the district office found out that I was doing these shows, and she's like, so she announced it to everybody, to all the other counselors. Great. So I thought, well, she's going to announce it, then I guess it's okay. And I had gone to my boss and I said, look, I just I want to tell you, I'm doing the stand up comedy. Um, it's totally clean. I don't do anything off color or anything. He, and he looked at me and he said, I didn't think you would be. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a good sign that he, he knew who I was and realized. Oh, and actually, I've had quite a bit of support from my um, coworkers. That's awesome. Yeah, pe- different coworkers have come to see my shows and been very supportive. Awesome. So. Well, tell me, because you're involved in your own church community. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you find, does anybody... Uh, seem like they oppose you in that or because they haven't heard you per se or anything like that? No, I've actually been, everybody's been very supportive. I've performed for my church, for a women's event at my church and other churches that I've attended in the past. Great. So everybody has just been um, very supportive and very kind and, and come and seen my shows. And awesome. It's It's been a big surprise to me, all the people that have come out to watch. I was that kind of took me off guard. I didn't That's realize so, cool. so many people would want to come. So That's it was nice. great. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to just throw a little plug in for you right at this okay. point in time, uh-huh. uh, because we had uh, Jenna at one of our women's seminars uh, for Life Builders, and it was such a tremendous hit. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how 
uh, everybody laughed so hard they just felt so refreshed after they walked out of your session. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're if you have an event that you you host or maybe you're on a team that hosts plans something, mm-hmm. why don't you get a hold of Jenna and add something totally different to your program? You will not be sorry. So if they want to do that, Jenna, can you tell them how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, you can get a hold of me through my website at jennaperrycomedian.com. Okay. Jennaperrycomedian.com. Or you can email me at jennaperrycomedian at gmail.com. Great, great. Now, uh, I know you've got an event coming up on October 18th, Mm -hmm. so uh, why don't you share that while we're right here in that process right now? Because maybe tickets are going real fast, so if you want this, you're going to have to write it down and send for your tickets. So, So, yeah, so on October 18th at the Coach House, which is a, a, a concert venue in uh, San Juan Capistrano. I'll be performing with a group called The Funniest Housewives. Um, I was part of a contest back in 2019 to find the next Funniest Housewife, and I won the contest, so I'm part of their Great. group. And there, it's a big show. There's, I think there's going to be eight or nine of us comics on the show uh, that night, so it's a big deal. It's October 18th. You can get tickets at thecoachhouse.com. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. Well, you won't be sorry that you did this. I'm telling. <laughs> Actually, I think all of us should should really support Jenna and rally her to sign up for America's Got Talent. <laughs> I think that would be great. I think, did, did my husband tell you to ask me? Tell me no, that. No, <laughs> no. He wants me to try that too. <laughs> I think that is great. Well, I say amen to your <laughs> husband. Yes, yes, yes. That's great. Okay. Well, uh, uh, so. Uh, how how uh, do you um, think God has a sense of humor? Let's 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 kind of look because I know that some of our listeners are probably thinking, you know, they're more of a stoic type of a person that maybe God's not funny. But let me I'm going to tell you something. God speaks to us the way we can hear, mm-hmm. and because I have a very quirky sense of humor myself, mm-hmm. He says the funniest things to me so but uh uh, why don't you just share with everybody a little bit about how how you work through that because especially if you're an introvert that means that you're very mentally aware and Mm -hmm. your cognitive abilities are so strong that's why Mm -hmm. you like to write everything down so why why don't you share with us how how you think uh god is involved in all of this i think that god is involved by open, I think God has opened doors for me to go through. I think that he's taught me on this journey the last seven years to uh, work on trusting him and letting him open doors. Mm-hmm. I think in the comedy world, it's very easy to compare yourself with other comics, especially when you're just starting out. Um, I The way that I do my comedy is different than how the next person does their comedy. And it's real easy to think, oh, I'm not as good as them or I don't do it that way. Uh, but I feel like God you know, has made us all unique. And so we all do comedy different ways. And I think the thing I have learned is to just stay in my lane, do comedy the way that I, that I do it and that God has put it in me and, um, bring that to the table and to the audience. And so good. Yeah. So good. I love that. I just love that. That's wonderful. So how would you, um, encourage others to incorporate their passion uh, into a profession because this is really a profession for you even though it isn't your full-time paid job mm-hmm. it still has part of a professional aspect to mm-hmm. it so what would you encourage our audience to do 
Well, I would say start out, especially if you're doing something on the side different than your paid profession, like I like comedy is for me. Just start out having fun with it. You know, take classes, meet other people that do similar things that, mm-hmm. to that that you're interested in, um, and then then God will open doors and find ways if you to make money at it if that's what you're supposed to do or to have an audience with people that you're supposed to influence or if he wants to use it to move through you and other people's lives. Um, just trust that he'll open those doors very and just good. just keep taking one step after another. Very good. Very yeah. good. And you know, that takes a little courage sometimes. So yeah. be courageous. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, just like Joshua, don't be afraid. <laughs> Go yeah, get him. courage is, a, that's taken, this is this whole thing's taken me a lot of courage because like I said, I'm an introvert. So there's parts of being a comic. I, I do okay when I'm on the stage, but the, there's other parts around that, social media, advertising, interacting with other people who have very different personalities than I do, uh-huh. um, which I have thoroughly enjoyed, but it there it is there's been some difficult parts to it because of that. Um, and I've had to kind of push myself and and found, found my courage. That's in, so good. Things. I'm That's... still working on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we all will. Until we leave this planet, right. we're probably all going to have to work on yes. that courage part. Yeah. Very good. So, uh, Janet, what, what would you say... Uh, to one of our listeners, if they were talking to you, and they they said that I I just don't know if this is really God in this. How how would you share with them that you knew this was a God thing for you? I think the way that I knew it was a God thing was that I kept having other opportunities. Okay, um, it 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 just I would meet someone, and then someone would ask me to do this, and then someone would ask me to do another show. And so I kept having different opportunities. The one thing that I did really feel God speak to me about was I'm trying to uh, uh, take my comedy more towards women's ministry and the church, that direction, Mm -hmm. which is a little bit of a different direction than what I have been doing. I've done several churches, but um, to really focus on that Mm -hmm. and take it in that way, I really felt like he spoke to me and told me to to kind of that that's kind of more my niche you know when you're a comedian you figure out after a while who your best audience is right who who you're who who are the people that you really speak to right and i think i found over time that i really enjoy and i really had a good response from women's ministry events church events things like that and god has put other christian comedians um in my life who are further down the path than i am who will ask me to open for them at an event how beautiful or put event together and and with myself and some other Mm -hmm. i've met several other comedians that are christians so that's i just i sort of try to keep my mind open and be aware of the opportunities that pop up and i feel like those are doors that god opens for me to go through and then i also have to hear from him when there's opportunities that i'm not supposed to go through good and there's times when i have to say you know what i don't think that's really my lane right good so so how how explain to your audience because i think this is something that probably most comedians if they're a clean comedian because Mm -hmm. not all comedians are real clean Mm -hmm. some of them we can kind of like curl our hair (laughs) with the things they say so what if you find yourself in the middle of a situation like that we know we can make decisions not to come back again but how do you how do you deal with that internally and emotionally yourself while you're there I see any opportunity that I find myself in as a time to bring God's light to the room very so what so you know I mean I don't I I like to be out with 
other types of people because I think that that's how I can be, have an influence, a positive influence Great. in other people's lives. And I love meeting other people too and hearing their story and hearing who they are. And um, I don't have a responsibility to change them um, and they don't have a responsibility to change me. But I think if I'm in that kind of a mix, then I just make the best of it and and be kind and enjoy getting to know them. Oh, and, right. Yeah. That's excellent. Now, did you hear that, audience? That is so good because so many people avoid everything in life for fear that there's going to be something that they can't agree with, so they're not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good solution. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> that's really not a good solution. Yeah. That's absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. So so tell me a little bit again about how how you uh, find your material. I know you said that you... you take it from your life aspects, mm-hmm. but give us kind of an example of maybe something that you were able to turn it into part of your your sure. presentation. Yeah, so the, some of the material I get, I just get from conversations in the family with my husband or with my kids. And then I think, oh my gosh, that was funny. Like, for example, I have a joke in my set about my son. And I say, my son's 23, he's trying to grow a mustache. <laughs> Um, I, he's not doing so well at it. My husband keeps telling him it took him until he was 26 to grow a mustache, so it's going to be a while. <laughs> and then I got to thinking, if there's a genetic component to your ability to grow a mustache, I've never had trouble growing a mustache. <laughs> In fact, I think I'm growing a beard right now. <laughs> so that was just a conversation on the couch with my husband and my son, you know. And I said, I don't, you know. Or the other night, my husband came home and he said. In my retirement, I'm going to be a TikTok influencer. And I said, all right. In my retirement, I'm going to be the ex-wife of a TikTok influencer. <laughs> oh, that's great. So I, I put that it. stuff in my set, you know. it's just, I love yeah, it. So. I love it. That is so great. So great. Very good. So, uh, <laughs> oh, you're just too cute. So you know, I, I just wanted to just just kind of weave this little bit in here uh, before we run out of time. You know, uh, laughter is really a good medicine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that as uh, believers, as a Christian community, sometimes we, we don't involve that part into our, our life experience with God. But, you know, it, it tells us... Um, in uh, Proverbs 19.22, out of the uh, Passion Translation, a joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both body and soul. Oh, you know, and I think there are some people that really suffer from anxiety, their soul, their mind, their will, their emotions. And honestly, I think people say, well, go have a good cry. Okay, have a good cry, but how have you ever tried a good laugh? Yeah. A laugh is marvelous. And uh, even people sometimes that suffer from depression because they're always looking on something and not able to get over that, mm-hmm. I really would suggest that you turn on some of the old videotapes from Carol Burnett mm-hmm. or Lucy or some of those things mm-hmm. and just sit and have a good laugh. It's yeah. good medicine for the soul. It's true. That is so true. It really so is. I, I had actually... Um, jotted down a few things actually from the Mayo Clinic and I thought Mm. it was very interesting because uh, they said that some of the long-term benefits uh, to laughter is it actually improves your immune system. 
Oh. Isn't that interesting? So I'll just read this for you because I pulled it right out of their, their website. Negative thoughts manifest into chemical reactions that can affect your body by bringing more stress to your system and decreasing your immunity. By contrast, positive thoughts can actually release uh, neuropeptides that help fight stress and potentially more serious illness. Isn't that great? Yeah. So avoid sickness. Have a good laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, think that's good. great. Yeah. And then they also say that um, uh, one of the uh, long-term benefits is that it uh, laughter helps to relieve pain. So, hey, if you can laugh in the middle of the pain, yeah. good, good job to you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but if you get laughter, some of that pain will be relieved. Mm -hmm. uh, it says that laughter may ease pain by causing the body to produce its own natural painkillers. Isn't that yeah. interesting? Yeah. And then uh, they also say that uh, it increases personal satisfaction. Laughter can uh, make it easier to cope with difficult situations. It also helps you to connect with other people. You know, have you ever been around somebody that, that ha doesn't have a sense of humor? It's, it's difficult. Isn't <laughs> yeah. it? But we can make a joke out of that some way, can't we? <laughs> okay. So just in all of that, I just want to really encourage you to... Uh, not bottle yourself up, but release yourself through being transparent, through maybe finding a counselor, therapeutic uh, transitions, what, whatever it may be, but don't discount the power of laughter. Amen. Joy makes life much more enjoyable, right? Yes, exactly right. Right, 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 yes. right. Okay, well, what I'd like for you to do one more time is give us the information, how they can get a hold of you, okay. and then uh, we're going to just kind of log off for this time, and I'm so thankful that you came. Thank you so much, Jenny. You made my day better, I'll tell you. So can you give us that information? Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. Um, yeah, it's pretty easy. It's Jenna Perry Comedian. Um, dot com is my website mm -hmm. and there's also places on there where you can join my email list where we send out flyers when I'm performing um, as well as there's a place where if you are interested in contacting me or booking me on there um, or you can email me directly at jennaperrycomedian at gmail.com Perfect, perfect. Well, I hope you take advantage of all that. It's a great opportunity for you. So thank you again for being here with us, audience. We so appreciate and value you. And uh, go have a good laugh. And thank you, Jenna, for being with us. I've enjoyed this time immensely. So thank have you. I. Thank, thank you for you. having me. So God bless you all. We just pray that your time this week will be absolutely filled with joy and laughter in Jesus' name. Okay, God bless y'all. We'll see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Keys to Life podcast. If this episode inspired you, we would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. We want to hear all about how God is speaking to you directly. Another way to show your support would be to screenshot, post, and tag us at Life Builder Seminars. Find us on Instagram and Facebook. We are so excited to continue this journey with you. Until next time, may these keys unlock your freedom and transformation.